Welcome to the Iconic Womanhood Podcast, where we celebrate and learn from the wisdom of authentic, brilliant, conscious, and creative women from all around the world. This podcast will leave you inspired, empowered, and equipped to become truly iconic. And now, here is your host, Akena. She is a transformational coach and speaker. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Iconic Womanhood Podcast. Today I want to talk to you about becoming more creative. And of course, you guys know by now, and if you don't know, now you know, that I love an acronym. And in this seven days of wisdom series, expect as many acronyms as I can throw in here, okay? So I've created an acronym, and in fact, I taught a class around this idea of the acronym CREATE and using that to describe things that you need to do and stop doing in order to be more creative, okay? So I'd like to take you through it, take you through certain things that you can do to become more creative in the season. But before I do that, I have to tell you why I think it's so important. As you can see, we are in uncertain times. You know, the things that you thought were sure, sure bets, right? This is going to be here. This is how things are done, are suddenly no longer on the table. And it is those people who know how to quickly assess the situation, come up with new ways of doing things that are actually winning in this season. It is those people that can quickly assess new opportunities, jump on them that are actually winning in the season. It's interesting. And there's an app that um, I had been invited to back in September, went on it, it was interesting. Um, maybe I had a lot on my plate. I still kind of visit there every now and again, but still haven't really jumped in fully. Dipped my toe in a little bit, but it's pretty fast paced, I guess, for me as an introvert. And, and I'm trying to see if it's something I can use. Now I have told my clients that, listen, y'all better jump on this because I have seen people use it very quickly to build audience, to build platforms. And the app that I'm talking about is called Clubhouse. And Clubhouse is an app that has really capitalized, I believe, on what we needed in this particular COVID season. What it has created is a sense of community. It's an audio chat kind of app, right? It's really like you get to have long phone conversations, like conference calls on on a hundred, right? And you're having all these conversations, and people are listening in and and you know raising their hand to join. And of course, the app has uh, made themselves very. It's very. Um, they've used a couple of triggers, right? I don't know if it's intentional or not, but they've certainly used the exclusivity trigger because you could only join the app if you were invited, right? And then there's also the fact that you can only get on Clubhouse if you use an iOS system, right? An iPhone or an iPad or something like that. And so it's there's scarcity built in because there are only so many invites and, and there's exclusivity. And so you feel kind of special, right? So all of these triggers that are triggers for uh, influence and, and make you feel as if, oh, this is really important. Now, there have been people who've used this app to really just, you know, just transform their businesses and get all these new clients and, and get all this new eyes, this exposure. 
Now, is that for everyone? Maybe, maybe not. But the point is, there are going to be different opportunities that come up. Clubhouse saw an opportunity to create a sense of community at a time when many of us were feeling disconnected. And so there are people who talk about how Clubhouse is very addictive. And so there are people who are on there for hours and hours on end. And you have to think about it. If you, if the average person isn't really going out as much, isn't connecting as much, here's an opportunity for you to feel like you're connecting to people in real time and having conversations with them versus a podcast where you're listening and it feels kind of one way. They got it, right? And so there are people who are doing such interesting things on there. Like I saw speed dating. I've seen... Uh, just different sort of meditations. There has been, they did a whole um, Broadway musical, like the actors were on there doing things. There have been some interesting things coming out of that app. People are using that platform in different ways. And that's the era that we're living in. If you can come up with something, if you can pay attention If you can dig into yourself and dig into the psyche of what's going on with the people around you, you may be able to see opportunities where other people see obstacles. There is another thing that I've seen uh, kind of pop up, and this is here in Atlanta, where there were a number of people who were doing these in picnics, right? They would come and set up picnics in your house you know, and and create a little scenario for you and for a fee, nice little fee, either in your backyard or in your living room or whatever the case might be. And it became something because when you're indoors, you're homebound, you're looking for ways to make it special and you're exhausted. So you don't have the energy to do it. And here comes someone who can do it for a fee. Why not? And so People are creating all these businesses around interesting things. So I want you to begin to ask yourself, how can I be more creative? How can I be more creative? And this isn't just for entrepreneurs. In your work, in your career, you know, right now, organizations are going through different changes and and stressors. There are things that people need. There are issues people are going through. There's pain. There's stress. There's you know, we're becoming more aware of uh, privileges and challenges and we're becoming more aware of things. And so companies are now looking for solutions where they weren't looking for before. If you have an understanding of this and if you open up your creativity, you may be able to come up with something that can help you stand out at work and help you go to the next level while creating a solution that is really helpful for your organization and even for you at home, even for you, your roles at home, whether it's as a mother, whether it's as a wife, whether it's as a daughter, whether it's as just a woman living by herself, trying to figure out how to get through day by day and break up the monotony, creativity is going to be critical. It's going to be critical. So I encourage you to begin to think about how you can be more creative. I want to give you some things to use. And I really want to make sure that you debunk the myth that certain people are creative and others are not. There are some people that are naturally more creative, yes, but creativity can also be cultivated. Okay? And that's what I'd like you to think. If you're not naturally creative, think about the fact that you can cultivate it. And those of you that are naturally creative, 
use these things to level up in that area. All right, so let's get right into the acronym. Okay, let me just say I recognize that I'm a total geek because I'm actually getting very excited about talking to you about this acronym, okay? So I embrace my geekness and I'm letting my geek flag fly. <laughs> All right, so C stands for curiosity, curiosity. In order for you to be more creative, you have to become more curious. You have to start asking the questions. I wonder why that is. I wonder what could happen if, I wonder if, you know, you have to activate your sense of wonder. Hmm, what if? I wonder, huh, is there another way to do that? Well, if I put the, 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 this line by that line, what would that kind of look like? And, Hmm, I'm curious to see the outcome of that. Curiosity stimulates you to ask questions rather than make assumptions. A lot of times people make assumptions, right? Uh, I've had people just give me lectures on assumptions they've made that are completely wrong. I myself used to make a lot of assumptions. <laughs> I was the queen of assumptions. But I tell you, assumptions block you. They block you from moving to a deeper understanding. If you can train yourself to ask questions rather than assume, be curious, like, hmm, I wonder why you're showing up that way. I wonder why she said what she said. I, I wonder why he did what he did. Curiosity. The next C I want you to think about is courage. Courage. Creativity is not just coming up with the idea. Creativity is having the courage to execute it the courage to execute it, the courage to share it. So many of you are creative, but no one knows it. If a tree falls in the forest, does it make a sound? No one knows you're creative if you're creating in your mind and you never bring it to pass. All of those notebooks that are filled with ideas, it is time for you to pull that baby out and say, which one am I going to try today? Courage, confidence, they go hand in hand. In fact, the more you allow yourself to be courageous, the more confident you'll become. The C that I want you to get rid of is contraction. Contraction means getting tighter, contracting. You're, you're pulling away, you're pulling into yourself, you're contracting instead of expanding. The opposite of contraction is expansion. So you keep trying to go back to what it was and, and keep things smaller. No, you want to go big, you want to expand, you want to make room. You want to make room if you want to be creative. For R, think refreshing. Think something new, something different, something that is going to be exhilarating, refreshing like, you know, a nice bottle of what, a nice glass of fizzy soda on a hot summer day, cold fizzy soda on a hot summer day, you know, or, or even just a nice cold glass of water. Ooh, a nice lemonade on a hot summer. Yes, that, that level of refreshing, like, oh yeah, that, that is exactly, wow, that was a breath of fresh air. Think refreshing. Ask yourself, how can I be refreshing 
in the way I deliver this idea? How can I be refreshing in the way I deliver this opinion? How can I be refreshing today to the people around me? How can I be refreshing? What, what can I do that's different? What can I do that, that is inspiring? What can I do that is new? The R you want to get rid of is regurgitation. So many people just regurgitate. You read a book and you just come back and you regurgitate it. Even if you read the book, we I want to hear your take on it. What was your take? What was new for you? It's why it's so sad to me when I see people copying because it is such a, yeah, <laughs> it's sad. When I see people copying, it is like, you know, you don't even believe in your own strength. Like, why are you, what are you, you know, you're, you're, you're making a copy of someone else's stuff and, and you're offering it as your own when it's nothing compared to what you would bring forth if you just connected to your truth and your power. You're just regurgitating. Years, uh, some time ago, I, I think it's years now, I remember a young lady who I'd had a number of conversations with and this is, I had said to her in many of the conversations, and I had actually written it in one of my books that I published long before I met her. I had talked about a theory that I had come up with and I'd shared it with her and I'd used it and I'd talked about it and I'd taught on it now multiple times. And I had shared it with her. And at some point, some time later, uh, we had not seen each other in a little while and she was coming back to talk to me about something and she shared it to me as if it were hers and laid claim to it and I thought how curious <laughs> how curious and I said oh that's interesting she says yes yes I just came up with it and I remembered the conversation that we had where I shared that with her and it's possible that she is so used to doing that she doesn't even remember anymore. But it's sad because if you stop regurgitating, then you will be able to connect to your own knowledge and understanding. Because the energy you're using to take in other people's information and present it right, as your own, is the same energy that you could use to mine your own diamonds. And so you really want to run from regurgitating. You see something out there that make you love, use it as inspiration. Use it as inspiration. What's the difference between using something for inspiration and regurgitating? When you see something that inspires you, ask yourself, what exactly about this is inspirational to me? Okay, it's this, it's this. Distill it to the essence. Then say, okay, the essence of it, how can I speak, use that in my own way? So if it's that this is so, you know, what inspires me about this is that it's just so beautiful, right? The way she did, the way she did up her room was so beautiful. Don't just do the exact room, but say, okay, I really, I was attracted to the colors. How can I do it for myself? How can I, how can I bring this to life in a way that is authentic to me? How can I make it work for my aesthetic? You know, so bring it into yourself. Don't try to fit yourself into the thing. Find the essence and then pass the essence through you. 
so to speak, right? So to speak. So the next thing you want to think about, E, right, is excellence. Excellence. Excellence means you're bringing your best at any time. You're giving your best. It doesn't mean it is the best. It means you're giving your best. So it is as excellent as it can be given the constraints you may have and you present it as such. You do your very best. You go as far as you can go with what you have. But you do not get stuck. You do not get stuck letting great become the enemy of good. If you look at it and it is good, that's good. Remember, even when we look at the scriptures, as he said, it was good. So sometimes it's good and good is good. Good is good. Sometimes it's great, but sometimes it's good. So many women have wonderful things that they've never released and they were done in excellence, but they want something that's done in perfection. And that's the E you have to get rid of. And the E is exacting. If you are someone who's very exacting, you want things a particular way, you're a perfectionist, it's going to be difficult for you to really be creative because sometimes the creative process is messy, it's chaotic, it has, it doesn't have necessarily rhyme or reason even sometimes. Sometimes it just comes out and it's not perfect, but it's excellent. And you're sitting here thinking, oh no, the edges are a little raw. And when other people see they're like, oh my God, that's genius, those raw edges. You've got to get rid of the exacting. A is for abundance. In order for you to be creative, you have to shift from a place of feeling as if everything is scarce from feeling like oh my gosh I, I can't take any risk because you know it's running away if i if i don't take this now i i can't you know i can't invite other people into my process i can't try this because you know there's only so much room and she's already doing that and you know you have to be in a place of abundance because the way you are told to do something even if someone else is doing something that sounds similar. The way you're doing it is completely different. Lean into that. Show up for it. Because how many of you have ideas listening right now? You have an idea, you've had this idea, you wanted to execute it and you saw somebody else doing it and you said, ah, oh, rats, can't do it. She's already doing it. That's crazy. <laughs> and I say that, but I used to think that way too. Yeah, totally, all of us do. It's not too late. Just think about how you are going to do it that's different. Don't go regurgitate now, but be true to yourself and follow your path, even if it seems as if that path is similar. Follow your path, because there's truly enough for everyone, and everyone is a little different. I have people come through my programs and, and set up shop as coaches, wonderful. As long as you're not regurgitating my things, right? You're, you're following your own path and, and doing your own work and, and bringing up your own frameworks. That's fantastic. Anything else would be illegal. <laughs> you definitely don't want to take people's work. 
because you might find yourself on the other end of a cease and desist letter. So it's important that you enter into this state of abundance if you want to be creative. And the other thing is being aware, being aware, paying attention to the world around you, being mindful, being in the moment, being here, being aware. The more aware you are, the more you'll be able to see and the more you can see, the more you can create, the more you can see opportunities, you can see connections, you can see uh, abstractions, the ability to, to pull concepts from things, right? You can see connections that perhaps when you first look, you didn't see connections, right? You have different perspective, the more aware you are. So awareness is also important. The A you want to get rid of is apathy. Apathy is when you kind of just give up. Yes. Mm -hmm. Like literally the shoulder shrug, like, yeah, huh, meh, meh. When you're in that meh zone, you're not going to be able to create anything. T is for try. Try, try, and try again. The more you try, the more different ways you will discover. And sometimes even in the failing of a thing, there's so much knowledge that comes from it. I don't remember the exact uh, story, but I remember hearing, and I don't know if this is true or someone made it up, but if they made it up, it was great, that uh, Thomas Edison was asked um, how he felt about the hundreds of times that he had failed in making a light bulb. And he said, I didn't fail. I just learned a hundred plus ways how not to make a light bulb. And, and really, you have to be someone who's willing to just keep trying and to see each try almost as an adventure or as an experience in and of itself. The tea you want to get rid of is throw in the towel. You know, you throw in the towel when you give up. That's a, a term for giving up because I know that we have people who are listening from so many different countries and so that phrase may not be meaningful in your country, but what it means is, you know, it comes from, I think, the boxing ring when the boxer would be done and you just don't want to get back up and fight anymore. They would throw in the towel and, you know, it's a way of surrendering. We're done, we're done. And that's the tea you have to get rid of if you want to be creative. If you really want to open yourself up to that, you can't just keep giving up. You have to go back and say, there's got to be another way. There's got to be another way. Well, what am I missing here? Let me see. Let me look at this from a different angle. There's got to be another way. If you have that ability to be tenacious, if you have that ability to be persistent, if you have that ability to be resilient, you will go back to a thing that maybe you gave up upon and you come back to it and you give it a little bit more uh, energy and you look at it in a different way and you might find a breakthrough might find a breakthrough. And so you have to stop and release that throwing in the towel. And this is not to mean that you don't ever walk away from something because there's times when you just walk away from something. But if you want to be creative, that should not be your go-to, throwing in the towel. Now, finally, E stands for explore. If you want to be someone who is creative, 
you will become someone who is willing to explore, willing to examine and see what is going on, see what, you know, what does this mean? What, what's, what else is out there? What else is going on? You know, someone who is willing to inquire, someone who is willing to travel, someone who's willing to get out of your comfort zone and explore. The more you explore, the more creative you become. However, what you do need to get rid of is evasion to evade. So often the opportunity will come and sometimes an opportunity for creativity will come even through conflict or something you don't really want to deal with. And what a lot of people do is they just evade it. I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to deal with it. And so they don't do anything with it. But if you did deal with it and attempted to look at it, you might come up with a creative solution. But so many of us would rather stay in our comfort zone. And so we don't want to look outside the comfort zone because it's uncomfortable outside of the comfort zone. So we evade anything that will pull us outside of our comfort zone. But we know that outside of your comfort zone is where the magic happens. And so you have to be willing to do these things. I'd like you to think about different ways that you can bring these things that I've talked about today. How can you be more curious? How can you be more courageous? How can you stop being so contractive? I don't know if that's a word, but how can you stop having so much contraction in your life? How can you be more refreshing and stop regurgitating altogether? How can you be more excellent and stop being so exacting? How can you be in a state of abundance and be more focused on being aware and get rid of apathy and any kind of scarcity mentality? How can you begin to try, try, try again and stop throwing in the towel prematurely? How can you explore more and stop staying in your comfort zone. I would like you to think about these things as we enter into this new year and ask yourself these questions. And I am certain that when you begin to do that and begin to show up that way more and more, one day you will wake up and realize, I have been more creative than ever before. And you will discover that you have built up your creative muscle and you can use it for more and more things. So I... Thank you for taking the time to listen. I hope that this has been valuable. As always, I'd love for you to do something for me. I'd love for you to share this podcast. Take this podcast, share it with someone. Say, you've got to listen to this. This is going to add value to you. Let's have a conversation about this later. I'd love for you to subscribe and I'd love for you to leave a review. This helps other people know how you feel about the podcast and it helps us amplify the message. Let's get the word of iconic womanhood out there. Again, I want to say thank you for listening. And also, I want to invite you to consider being part of the Iconic Woman Mastermind, which is an incredible eight-month experience for feminine leaders. If you are a woman listening to this who is called to move from success to significance, right now we are enrolling for the very next cohort, and this is an experience that might be perfect for you. The only way to begin the process of inquiry, of exploration, is to go to Iconic Woman mastermind.com. I'll say that again, iconicwomanmastermind.com right now and learn all about it. You can even watch a video with some of our past alumni. I look forward to hearing from you. When you get there, click the button and apply to talk to me and let's learn more about your goals and your vision and your dreams. And I'll tell you all about the program and we'll see if it's a good fit. I look forward to connecting with you again soon. God bless you. Be well.
We hope you enjoyed this episode. Be sure to subscribe and tell a friend. If you are listening to this show, it probably means you are ready to move from success into significance. Please visit us at iconicwomanhood.com and get a free gift to help you on your journey.